Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it's Wednesday. It is another day to resell and hopefully make a little bit more money. Um, if you've just started your own reselling business, hopefully you've been able to take a few things from my podcast and incorporate them into your own business and make yourself a little bit more money as well. But things have been slowing down considerably since people have started to be able to get out of the house more, be able to do a little bit more of their own shopping. Uh, gyms are starting to open up. Different uh, like public places are starting to get reopened again so people can go do their own shopping. People can go visit parks and go to different areas like that and so people are getting outside a lot more it's getting nice outside and things have started to dwindle down a little bit on ebay and i'm expecting the summer slowdown to come a little bit more this year than in most years just because people have been buying so much right now and i'm expecting people to not really want to spend as much in the summer as they did in previous summers but We'll see. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully we can still make a little bit more money in the summer. But uh, as I've mentioned before, there is a a summer slowdown and that usually happens when people realize how nice it's getting outside and just want to get out of the house for a bit. So that is something that I've been trying to keep an eye on and, and look at. But I was thinking today about one of the important areas of my business that I think anybody could really apply to their own business. And that is the idea of doing risk-free investments and risk-free buying opportunities when it comes to reselling when you look at different things that are risk-free a lot of times they seem very scammy or very fake but the thing about those risks is typically there are risks involved or the risks are so low that the payout is usually very very low as well but when you're looking at risk-free investing or basically putting risk-free money out there into different products what I'm saying is that you can actually put your money into different products from different stores that are returnable or have a return policy on them so when I started I'll, I'll give you an example so when I started my business and I was in college I didn't really have much money that I could put into it I, I think I started with like 20 bucks or something maybe like 30 or 40 bucks it really wasn't that much but I was able to go and buy several hundred dollars worth of shoes because I had a credit card and I knew that if I bought the shoes and returned them before the date that I needed to pay my credit card off, I could get the money back on the card and I didn't actually have to make any payments on it or anything. So basically, basically what I was doing is I was going to the outlets and buying a couple pairs of $50 shoes that I didn't have the money for and then once the 30 days came close so like at day 28 I would go return the shoes money would get put back on the card on day 29 and then day 30 I wouldn't have to actually make a payment but what happened every once in a while is that I'd be able to make a couple shoe sales and have money from those shoe sales that I would then use to pay off the original purchases on the card of those shoes and I'd still have the profit in my bank account so that was something that I was doing. I was basically taking the shoes that didn't sell and returning them and getting my money back. And the shoes that did sell, I would keep and then I would just pay off with the money from eBay that I got from selling those shoes. It was a great little system for me because what, what I did was I was able to basically put zero of my own money into a business and be able to get money out of it that I could then use to reinvest and start making money off of the own, off of my own money that I've been able to accrue. And so for a lot of people, that sounds like you're just 
bringing on debt, but I'm super against bringing on debt. I, I wouldn't really ever recommend it. And for myself, I was basically just playing with the credit card company's money, if you will, because I would take it out and then I would make sure it was back on the card uh, it, within those 30 day return policies that Nike would give you and trying to keep up with the 30 day return or the 30 day mark where I have to pay off my credit card every month. So that was a way that you can do things risk free. But looking even at, at, at a broader scale, let's say you actually have a reselling business that you make money on, you can do a lot of risk free purchases from different stores that have good return policies. If you're looking at like a Walmart or a Target, a lot of times I think the return policy in these stores is like 90 days. So you can go and buy a product and hold it for anywhere from 30 to 90 days depending on the store and when you buy the product you're basically holding on to it they have your money but if it doesn't sell on day 89 you take the product back and you get your money back as long as you have the receipt so i just want to talk a little bit about that and and what i do and really why i think it's a great way to make money especially if you're not looking to lose a lot of money or you don't have a lot of money to lose so for myself, I like to look for investments or I guess products that are risk-free. I don't do it with all of my products. There's a ton of products I buy with no return policy and I've made, I've, I've done really well on some products like that and I've done really poorly on other products like that or lost money on products. And it just really depends. But when I'm doing a lot of retail arbitrage, most of the time it's risk-free as long as you're good at keeping track of different items and keeping track of when you purchased items, you can do it fairly manageably and make a lot of money with items that virtually don't have any risk. If, it, if you buy it and it sells, then you then you sold the item and you made money. If it doesn't sell, then on the return date when it comes up and you're supposed to return the item, you just take it back to a Walmart or Target or any of these different stores and they take it back from you and you get your money back. And so what I like to do is I like to take every purchase as soon as I get it and I enter it into my Excel spreadsheet and I have the purchase date there. And then I have a way that it automatically tells me based off of the store I bought it at what the actual return date will be. But let's say that you don't have that and you're just trying to figure out what to do. So another way to keep track of when you need to return things that I also use would be just by entering in, in your phone calendar. So if you have like an iPhone or an Android phone, you can figure out what the return policy of the store is by just Googling Walmart return policy and it'll pop up and say it's 90 days for most categories for electronics considered like computers and things like that it may be 15 or 20 days but you can look at that and say okay well I know that I bought this t-shirt as an example at Walmart and I have 90 days to return it and so I always ask my phone what is 89 days from the time I always ask one less day I'm not really sure you really just have to ask a what 90 days is or look at the receipt that you got and it'll usually tell you what the return date is but I usually do that just to give myself one extra day in case I forget and if you have 90 days to sell an item and it doesn't sell by day 89 probably not going to sell on day 90 anyways but you can ask your phone what is x amount of days from today and it'll tell you and then you just take that date that it gives you and you put it into your calendar as hey return this to Walmart on this date and then it'll notify you. You can even set it to notify you a day or two before so you have it in your memory. And then you can take the item back whenever it's time to return the item. And so that's what I do for a lot of items. I'll go to Walmart, I'll go to Target, I'll go to places like, uh, I think Home Depot's return policy is is crazy. I think it's like 180 days. So almost uh, basically half a year you have to keep an item at Home Depot and then you can take it back, which is absolutely absurd. 
Um, but that that's just there's a lot of stores like that that have I think Kohl's return policy is like anytime, so you can take something back. I know that my my family has found stuff that we have like not used ever. Like it still has the tags on it. We bought it years ago, but we had the receipt in the bag and it just we never used it. We've taken it back to Kohl's like four, five, six years later, and they've taken it back and given us the full money for it. We had the receipt, which is crazy. So a lot of these stores will do these returns for you. And a lot of other stores, the, most stores have a 30-day return policy. So if I'm walking into a Ross, everything I buy in that Ross is virtually risk-free if I plan on being able to return it because I just mark everything down that I bought on my calendar. And then when 29 days from the date that I bought it shows up, it notifies me and I return it all. Now, a lot of stuff from Ross, I have a little bit more capital to spend. So I will keep a lot of that stuff and wait for it to sell. But if you're trying to build a business and you want to be able to invest money and make money off of very little investment, you can keep buying things. And as long as you don't get too over your head with trying to keep track of everything, you can keep uh, a tally of when you need to return items and then take them back when they don't sell. And so you're learning, you're doing two things. You're learning which items to buy versus which items to not buy because you're actually buying, you're actually investing your time, effort, and money into an item. But then when it doesn't sell, you can almost just get get out of that item very quickly by taking it back to the original store and they take you they take the item back from you and you get your money back. And so that's something that I, I really would encourage you to do. I think that there's a lot of opportunity out there for making money off of stores that have a, a very a, a very good a very good way to kind of get your money back and a lot of these stores they'll do a heavier like an easier return policy where it's a lot a lot more days than just 30 days a lot of them have 60 or 90 day returns and so it's just a great way to try and get yourself get yourself built up with a little bit of capital so then you can go to a Walmart or a Target and buy 10 items and hold them because you're not worried about spending three or four hundred bucks on something it's not going to sink you if you do that you can just wait on it to sell you know it'll sell and then eventually it does sell walmart makes money you make money and everything's great but if you're just starting out or you don't really know about an item if it's one of these stores that has a good return policy i'd encourage you to just keep track of when that date is that you need to return it by and the item basically becomes risk-free because you can just get your money back if it doesn't sell and so that's something that i do a lot it's something that i I've gotten away from a little bit because I realize that I can probably, depending on what the item is, it's probably always going to have value if it's a pair of shoes or something. If it's a pair of shoes that's flooding into Ross, like the ASAP Rockies, um, those were just an item that was popping up all around the country and was pretty easy to find for a little bit. You had to do a little bit of digging and stuff, but they popped up at enough places where you could get a pair if you really wanted a pair. But when that happened, the resale on them went down to under 200 bucks and I should have bought a couple pairs then because now it's up over four five hundred dollars so what I'm saying is those sorts of items I'm trying to hold I know that the, that pair of shoes is gonna rebound I know that that pair of shoes is gonna hold their value they're not gonna it's not like a seasonal item it's not like you went and around Thanksgiving you bought a bunch of boxes of stuffing or something and after Thanksgiving it's no longer worth anything because nobody needs it you're you're actually holding an item that is worth it but if it's just an item that's seasonal an item that you want to take a chance on and just see how it sells you can always uh, look at what the store's return policy is and then make a judgment on yourself if you can actually keep track of that and then return the item if it doesn't sell and help mitigate your risk a little bit so that you're not stuck holding I don't know 10 blenders or something that you bought at Walmart you know you can actually return those 
I wouldn't walk in all at once and return all the blenders. That's just me. I would typically, I would stop and return maybe two or three at a time. But if you have the guts to go in with 10 blenders and say, I accidentally bought all these and they didn't work, uh, be my guest. But, um, you know, just, just keeping that in mind, uh, that's why sometimes I won't go super deep on a product if I don't really know much about it and I know I may want to return it. It's going to be a pain trying to return a bunch of items, and I just don't feel comfortable returning 10 items at a time. So that's something to keep in mind, but like I said, you can always do that, and you will get your money back for it, and you can keep reinvesting that into different products. So hopefully that's just a small bit of of something that can help you get a little bit more money off of the money that you're trying to make and keep you from losing money. When we're starting this out, we don't want to lose money. We want to be able to get money and we want to be able to make money as fast as possible, but you want to do it in a way that you won't find yourself holding more products than you have usable money and you at, at some point stop having uh, capital to reinvest into your business. So you don't want that to happen. You want to make sure that you have an out if you're doing a lot of heavy retail arbitrage and you don't have a ton of capital to spend. So that is what I typically do when I'm looking to do a, a return on items that I can get my money back for. So hopefully that helps. Hopefully you can take that and run with it. But that's just something that I think a lot of people could deploy and really do some damage with. So that being said, this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode. Um, just I'm pretty wore out from today. I had a lot going on and uh, just a lot to do tonight. So it'll be a pretty big night for me getting a lot done with my business. But hopefully you can make a little bit of money off of that and help yourself get into a better uh, a better place with your business or get yourself a little bit more money to spend on the people that you care about. So you guys have a good one and I will get with you tomorrow. Peace. <laughs>